You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Spyware in the South China Sea from Guess Whom? And Iranian exiles and dissidents get spearfished by Guess Whom? Australia's census suffers from either insufficient bandwidth or DDoS attacks. In any case, it had to be taken offline yesterday. A new ransomware strain skips encryption and goes for destruction. Oracle's Micro's point-of-sale system issues may underlie a wave of retail breaches. Quadrooter might not be as bad as feared, and yesterday was Patch Tuesday, so get patching. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Wednesday, August 10th, 2016. International cyber conflict news today returns to the South China Sea, where Vietnamese security researchers continue to track spyware that's infested that country's network since June, at least, of this year. The compromises seem to have originated from a spoofed version of a Vietnamese Communist Party website. The spyware incidents are generally believed to be connected to ongoing conflict between China and its neighbors over disputed territorial waters in the South China Sea. The Philippines have seen similar incidents also suspected to be associated with the Chinese intelligence services. Iran is also believed to have significantly increased its cyber attack capabilities in the wake of the international agreement that sought to arrive at a peaceful arrangement with respect to the Islamic Republic's nuclear ambitions. The annual report on Iranian military capabilities the U.S. Department of Defense renders to Congress concentrated on conventional kinetic capabilities, but it alluded to a growing ability to carry out operations in cyberspace. Bloomberg reports that the document echoes conclusions of a study by the Washington Institute for Near East Policy's Michael Eisenstadt, who describes Iran's cyber operations as having evolved, quote, from a low-tech means of lashing out at its enemies to a pillar of its national security concept, end quote. Not all those enemies are foreign nation-states. Amnesty International reports that actors probably directed by Iranian security services have been conducting an extensive spear-phishing campaign against exile and dissidents. Some of the fishbait is presented as email correspondence from U.S. immigration authorities concerning the target's green cards. The Australian Bureau of Statistics took its census website offline last night after sustaining what it characterized as multiple distributed denial-of-service attacks. The Australian Signal Directorate has trained its eye, one of the famous five, on the incident, and the Bureau of Statistics says it will bring the census site back once it can do so safely. Not everyone's convinced the problems were the result of an attack. Industry sources are wondering publicly if the Bureau provided enough bandwidth to handle the traffic of citizens logging on after supper to beat the reporting deadline. AVG reports a new strain of ransomware, Hitler, that continues a criminal trend toward file deletion. Thomas Poor, director of IT and services at Plixer, told the CyberWire that the ransomware appears to be in its testing and development phase. 
A string found in the malware, he said, contains the German words Das ist ein Test, this is a test, as well as some prominent misspelled words. This, he told us, suggests that we will likely see a more mature version popping up shortly. The Hitler malware isn't crypto ransomware. Poor said, quote, It's interesting that this variant does not actually encrypt the files, possibly for detection avoidance. Routine off-site or off-network backups is the only surefire way to recover from ransomware, end quote. He added that many victims may feel they have little choice but to pay, since the alternative would appear to be deletion of all their files when they reboot after crashing. The breach of Oracle's Micros network of retail point-of-sale systems is now suspected of providing the common factor behind a recent wave of breaches at stores and hotels. Itzik Mantin, director of security research for Imperva, told the CyberWire that, quote, it's entirely possible that the data stolen in this breach, including user credentials, has been used to extend the hack into commercial web applications such as shops, hotels, and retail outlets, end quote. He adds that no system is immune to breaches and advises planning to detect and contain point-of-sale breaches, especially those involving stolen or compromised credentials. Google thanks Checkpoint for discovering Quadrooter, but says most of the risk from this Android vulnerability is already mitigated by Verify apps and safety net features. More extensive patches are expected next month. A company calling itself Swirlds recently came out of stealth and, with a round of seed funding led by Ping Identity, hopes to make its mark with a technology they believe will solve the challenges in creating trust within peer-to-peer networks. We spoke with Lehman Baird, the founder and CEO of Swirlds. So Swirlds is a platform that people can build apps on top of, and those apps then get distributed consensus, distributed security. Uh, So we can do things like cryptocurrencies like bitcoin we can do distributed smart contracts a stock market can be distributed so there's no central server basically anything you would normally do with a server you can do just distributed so you could have a game but instead of having a server run the game it's just running on everybody's computers just the players are running it and yet the rules are enforced Uh, you could have something like an auction that's being run where Everybody's computers are sort of jointly deciding what order the bids came in and who gets the the prize or who gets the thing. Uh, Same thing with the stock market. There's no central server. It's just all of the traders are running this thing. And and so the the underlying technology behind what you're doing, is this this something of your own development or is this something that's, uh, you know, that's that's a known protocol? No, it's a new thing. It's called Hashgraph. It is a graph rather than a chain, and it is remembering who has talked to whom, which is a very strange thing. It's gossiping about gossip. The result is we have a math proof that this is Byzantine fault tolerant. And what that means is that even if um, almost a third of the group are trying to attack and they're trying to collaborate in their attack and collude in their attack, and even if they can control the internet in some very powerful ways, they still can't break the system. The way that you have the system distributing, um, you know, everything to all the users, um, uh, how mm-hmm. do you keep it from collapsing under its own weight? So we have an incredible amount of efficiency. Uh, what we end up sending over the internet is not votes. It's not um, mining stuff. It's just the transactions themselves with a tiny bit of overhead over it. Very little extra. So to be efficient, to keep it from collapsing. 
just your home ISP connection is fast enough to handle the entire Visa network of 4,000 transactions per second. There's digital signatures everywhere. There's encryption everywhere. So the digital signatures prevent spoofing. The encryption prevents eavesdropping and, and other problems like that. There are cryptographic hashes tying it all together. And we have math proofs of the Byzantine fault tolerance. So we have solid math and solid crypto at every stage. So you can't game the system because it's using strong crypto and strong mathematics to prevent that. That's Lehman Baird from Swirlds. We've been hearing and reading a lot about Black Hat these days, and the prevailing mood was one of foreboding and dismay about the opposition's agility and capabilities. Now, we should say that at a security industry conference, this is hardly what the lawyers would call an admission against interest. It's in the nature of the security sector to be unusually aware of and sensitive to threats, and a high level of fear, uncertainty, and dread has long provided the community with its background noise, as well as much of its signal. Bear this in mind as you consider reports from Las Vegas. It's also important to bear in mind that commodity attacks continue to succeed. Enterprises have a lot to do, their resources aren't unlimited, and for small and medium-sized businesses, as well as for private individuals, it's easy to fall into a kind of learned helplessness in which shutting your eyes and sticking your fingers in your ears and hoping nothing happens becomes a default security posture. So don't neglect the obvious. If Cozy Bear and Fancy Bear, or even Sauron, even wanted to pwn your mom-and-pop shop, there's probably not much you could do about it. But that doesn't mean you should give up trying to keep out the skids and script kitties. After all, they're the ones probably rattling your locks, mom-and-pop. And did we mention that yesterday was Patch Tuesday? It was relatively light, just nine patches from Microsoft, five of them rated critical, and Adobe Patch 2, but for once there was no patch for Flash Player. So, Mom and Pop, get that niece or nephew who knows computers to come on over and get patching. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI... The best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber.
Joining me once again is Joe Kerrigan. He's from the Johns Hopkins University Information Security Institute. Uh, Joe, you've got a, a tale to tell us about a friend of yours uh, with a, a kid, not, not unusual these days, who was interested in Pokemon Go. That's right. I got a, a phone call from a friend of mine the other day, and uh, one, of her, one of her children, an older child, had figured out how to essentially sideload Pokemon Go on a phone that the Android store, the Play Store, said that was, uh, wasn't supported by the app. So she had a phone that was too old to load Pokemon Go, and this kid found a workaround. Correct. She found a way to, uh, to install it uh, with what's called sideloading, which is anytime you go and you get an app that's not... Uh, from the Google Play Store, it's called sideloading. And there's a number of ways you can do it. You can use a, a secondary uh, marketplace. Amazon has a marketplace that will let you do this. Uh, you have to go into your developer options in the phone and allow this to happen. Um, the problem is that you don't know where this app is coming from and you may not have the trust level for it. Amazon, you probably have good, you, you can probably trust that, although probably not as much as the uh, Google Play Store itself, and even the Google Play Store has had its malicious problems. Uh, code has gotten through their uh, their review process, but when you go out to a third party and you start downloading apps and allowing them to operate on your phone, you have no idea where that's coming from. It may so we we've covered this on on our show that it may even be an app that to to you looks like it's running fine, right? But in the background, it's it's uh, doing bad things, right? Yeah, if if I'm a malicious actor then it's it's relatively easy for me to get a hold of the what's called the APK which is the Android application and and alter it to do something I want it to do and then put it out into a different marketplace or a different area make it available to people and just wait for them to install it and then conduct my malicious activity so what was your advice to your friend? I, I said that, that, that she shouldn't, uh, shouldn't be doing this, that she should, uh, you know, if, they, if, they, if they really want to play Pokemon Go, maybe it's time to upgrade to a newer phone. These phones, these phones age, your hardware ages. It needs to be replaced on a regular basis. It's just part of the cost of maintaining your security on these devices. So that device, the one that had Pokemon Go sideloaded, should, should that device now be considered a compromised device? That, is, that was my advice. I, I told her that you, know, you, don't, you have no idea where, where she got the app. Uh, she, she might not even know where she got the app. Uh, and yeah, you don't know what it's doing on your phone. All right. Stuff to watch out for. Joe Kerrigan, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With Identity Orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge, and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire.
and that's The Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's Maria Varmazas here, your host over at T-Minus Space Daily and sometimes a guest on Hacking Humans, too. We here at N2K CyberWire work hard to bring you concise, intelligence-driven news and commentary, and we'd like to know how we're doing. Please take a few minutes to complete our audience survey and share your feedback to help us continue to grow and meet your needs. Visit cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to get started. Thanks so much for your input as we reach for the stars. It means the universe to us. Thank you.